I saw the red button go on. Oh, good. See, I'm a member of the club now. It's so strange. I no longer can be fooled. Although I guess I could not look at the computer. That would be responsible. Yeah. I but, guess. But just so Andy doesn't miss his five seconds of fame. Andy, are we recording? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take that from him. No, you, you shouldn't. Yeah. I won't look at the computer anymore. Yeah. Going forward. That's, yeah. yeah. Good. But I think, okay, so I think the problem is that, like, I'm I'm the best in <laughs> the morning. So, like, yeah. I function really, really well in the morning. So I can't have silly shenanigan thoughts until, like, 2 or 3 p.m. Oh. when I start getting tired. So then from there, it just snowballs. So by 10 o'clock p.m., yeah. I'm thinking about shaving my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do <laughs> That's – that's how that happens. Yeah. That kind of thing wouldn't happen in the morning. In the morning, I'm like, let's get work done. Let's be effective. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A, I'm, a plus B equals C. I'm like a, a slight morning person. I don't like getting up. I like really struggle to actually get myself up. But once I do get up, I'm. I, it doesn't take me long to like snap into reality. I am more effective in the morning. It just takes me a minute to get there. Yeah. yeah. And breakfast is my favorite. I That's like my favorite part of my day is having breakfast and coffee and like my morning routine. That's like my fave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I've started – well, I guess I ruined. I didn't start – I ruined Andy because he used – I mean, he still hates mornings, but he used to be like, if we have to leave the house at 8, roll out of bed at 7.45, oh, see ya. Oh, shit. But like now I've ruined him. So he actually gets up early and needs breakfast. So if he doesn't yeah. eat like a bagel or toast in the morning, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> I'm kind of like that too, though. If I don't at least eat something in the morning, it's not going to be pretty. Oh, no, I can't. I need something. Yeah. That's why it's like it's some days you can tell the days when I'm more rushed because it might come down to do I do my makeup or do I eat my breakfast? Yes. Same. And breakfast wins. Breakfast always I, wins. I literally don't care. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Um, oh man. So, what you what you got? Do you have any articles or pop culture things? I have a couple of news worthy. Do you really? In the last twelve hours, you've managed <laughs> to find some news. Really? Look at you. Yeah. Shit. Well, it's. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, before that, Andy said, what podcast is it? Who are you people? Oh, my cat's tail's in my coffee. Hold on one second. Okay. <clears throat> I um, I moved the room that I'm podcasting in. I'm podcasting in like the little um, like porch. Uh, I don't even know what to call this room. It's like all windows and sliding doors and there's we have plants out here and stuff. And I closed the door so that no cats can come out here because. That's that seems yeah. wise. Anyway, what podcast is this? Where am I? The V-Spot podcast. Oh. Uh, this is the V-Spot. It's a podcast for all your vegan and not vegan needs. We offer sage advice in all categories. Um, we're kind of like – we're like a combination. Have you ever listened to My Brother, My Brother and Me? No. You should. Yeah. Because they're kind of like us in that they offer really good advice. It's an advice show for the modern era. Ooh. Um, they're very, very funny. Uh, they read Yahoo answers and things like that. Oh, it's great. I, I have a four hour drive ahead of me today, so I will certainly listen to that. You should, you should do that. They, one episode, my favorite episode is, you know, pizza rolls, the Totino's I pizza do. rolls. Uh, they did an episode sponsored by them. Um, and they did a power hour with pizza rolls where they ate a pizza roll every minute for an hour. <laughs> oh my God. Did they then throw up everywhere? It's a very funny episode. I'm not going to ruin oh my God, the, uh, the plot points for you. So looking forward to it. It's a really good one. Um, it's uh, yep, my bim bams. They're good. Um, anyways, I think I'm I'm, I'm Danny. I, I'm Kat. By the way. That's who I am, Kathleen. Kathleen Ann. Um, you know what podcast I has always reminded me of us. I think I've told you this before. Um, have you ever listened to what? Who dat? Who dat? Who? What dat? Oh. What podcast? <laughs> um, the podcast, and that's why we drink. Mm-mm. Have you ever listened to it? It's um, it's, no. it's a it's like a sort of true crime podcast. Kind of, they talk about true crime. They talk about paranormal. They talk about just kind of like all weird 
things. Um, astrology, they did one on astrology one time. Um, just like kind of weird things. And um, they're usually drinking while they do the podcast, but just like the banter back and forth between the two of them, the way they like interact with each other always reminded me of us. To be fair, I'm usually drinking during that's, the podcast. That's fair. Too. You, sometimes you are. I almost There's actually, I, I've noticed, I listen to a lot of podcasts where at least one, if not both members of the podcast are drinking something alcoholic. And that's like, part of the podcast like they always talk about like what beverage they're drinking that's like a thing in a lot of podcasts I listen to yeah I mean this is why we drink is like yeah yeah it's well that's why I don't understand okay I do understand and I respect people who choose not to drink don't get me wrong um but like for me I'm like man at the end of the day when it sucks or I need some like I don't know, mojo going. I have a glass yeah, of wine. The, um, the, and that's why we drink girls. Mm-hmm. One of them isn't a real drinker. So she does milkshakes and the other one does wine. So like they're both always drinking something and like they talk about what it is they're drinking at, at like the top of the podcast. Um, but I feel like I'm kind of a I'm in between that because I don't really drink because it usually makes me feel sick. But like I'll have a drink. I'm not like I'm not I'm not straight edge. I just did the X's with my arms, but you can't. Nobody can see me doing it. That is I'm <laughs> wasted because not a single person can see me doing anything right now. But oh, I just did the man. I just not did the me. straight edge X's Jeez. with my I'm doing it again. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I can hear you doing it. I can hear your arms like hitting. <laughs> I was doing it really close to the microphone so that maybe you could. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So uh, the V spot. You're Danny. I'm Kat. We're we're similar to some other podcasts out there. And you should listen to them. Yeah, including all the ones on the Soundbite Network. You should go and you should go and listen to those podcasts and like reach out to them and tell them that you found them because the V spot podcast told you to, and encourage them to then come and listen to us as well. Yes. Yeah, because they're like, what's the V-spot? And be like, well. Well, I'll tell you. Let me tell you. As a man, you probably have difficulty finding the V-spot. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Sorry. As a woman. Uh, sorry for all of our luck. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, as a woman, not so much, but. Right, right. Um, oh God. But that's why we're here, you know. Podcasting a big family orgy. It That's kind of is. Yeah, very, kind of. Very ancestral. Um, so I just have, <gasps> oh. like, I am only sad news. So if you have anything good, that'd I, be awesome. I actually, so when you said you had news, I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I should look for something <laughs> so, that I can, <laughs> so that I can contribute to this podcast. Um, and so obviously, I went to my number one news source of Live Kindly and one of the um, articles, one of the main articles on the uh, the Live Kindly site when you go there is an article about Kellogg's. And we've talked about Kellogg's before, so I feel this would be a good one to read. Um, it says, Kellogg's executive says the future of protein is vegan at the Good Food Conference. Um, this is that at the Good Food Conference, which took place just the other day, um, a representative from Ke- from Kellogg's U.S. made a quite definitive statement. Um, he said, uh, plant-based protein will play a much, much larger role than it plays today, says Nigel Hughes, Kellogg's SVP Global R&D. I don't know what any of that means. In reference to the future of protein, the groundbreaking quote was captured and tweeted by Rachel somebody or other, Atchison. Ach- um, the deputy strategist for Brooklyn Borough's president, Eric Adams, he spoke on a panel titled How Food Companies Are Rethinking Meat for the Flexitarian Consumer during day one of the conference. His comment cemented the notion that major food companies are indeed changing their products to better appeal to the more conscious plant-based consumer. It's no longer a shift in marketing tactics, but a whole new approach to food. So that's cool. Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Where it all started. I was just going to say, get on board. Yes. Cool. Um, that is, that was, see, that was very – that was good. That was uplifting. That yeah. was good. See if I have anything else really good before I let you bring us all down. Um, oh, here's a good one. Um, <clears throat> Moby showcases affordability of vegan food with a nutritious 75-cent meal. What? Yeah. So this is one of our favorite topics, right? That eating, being vegan is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it says, um, 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 vegan celebrity Moby has shown just how cheap plant-based eating can be. Taking to Instagram, the musician and restaurateur shared one of his all-time favorite vegan meals, which costs only 75 cents. When I became vegan in 1987, I was making $2,000 a year and living in an abandoned factory. So I had to learn how to eat really, really inexpensively, is what he wrote. One of my favorites then and now is this, homemade broth with garlic, ginger, onions, cabbage, spinach, miso udon noodles and firm tofu with scallions to be honest tofu was a big indulgence in 1987 done right it's delicious and costs about 75 cents per serving ah i see 75 cents per mm-hmm. serving mm-hmm. i was gonna say all those things don't cost 75 cents more. no i was about to say that doesn't make <laughs> any sense um that actually sounds really really good though I was just going to say, however, (laughs) I would be willing to pay more than 75 cents for a serving of that because it sounds really fucking good. But if you figure if you bought if you bought the broth, garlic, ginger, onions, cabbage, spinach, miso and udon noodles and tofu, what's that like 15 bucks maybe? Yeah. Depending. Depending where you're getting your miso, udon noodles and tofu, <laughs> depending on what grocery store you're in, I would say between 10 and $15. So if 75 cents a serving, that's like two weeks worth of food almost, if you think mm-hmm. like a week worth of food maybe. Well, and those are things that you can like make soup and yeah. freeze it, yeah. you know? So good. like maybe you don't want to eat the soup every single day for X amount of time, but that's – soup is something that's easily frozen. Yeah. So. Yes, yes. Or like to feed an entire family or two, depending, you know. Yeah. So I like that. And that sounds really good. He should have provided the whole recipe. Oh, no. Maybe he did in the actual post, but the Live Kindly article doesn't have the full recipe. Yeah. All right. You want to bring it down? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will. I will do that. Uh, so cancer. Oh. Um, did you see that Esther has cancer officially? I did. Did you see that she's denied chemotherapy? Oh, that's so sad. So she underwent the surgery yep. to remove the cancerous tumor. Um, this was after her dad's spent a ridiculous amount of money, $650,000 to bring the CT scanning equipment to Canada to accommodate her. That's how much it costs just to get the equipment to see that she had cancer. Right. Um, she had four tumors in her mammary glands, one of which tested positive for cancer. So she went, underwent surgery to remove it. And that was successful. Awesome. However, usually people need chemotherapy, radiation, whatever, after removing a tumor. Um, she may still need that chemotherapy. However, she's being denied it because, uh, Canada rules that it's, she's part of the food chain. Um, so therefore anyone who is part of the food chain does not get treatment like that. Um, yep. Yep. She, yeah. Mission to change rules that affect animals such as her who have become companion animals instead of part of it. So mm -hmm. giving her chemotherapy is literally illegal because of the regulation pertaining to food animals. That's so upsetting. She's a companion animal to them. So Yeah. She is not – she is literally not allowed because she is classified as food. That's so crazy. So, I mean, that's just the literal worst. Yeah. Why does that regulation exist even? I don't I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's – I mean, that is a good question. Like, why – why does that exist? Because, I mean, most things exist because of a, a situation, yeah. right? Like things exist because somebody tried to do something or something came up. So they had to make a regulation or a rule or a law or whatever. But like when would that have ever come up? Uh, actually, it happened previously to them. Oh. According to this other thing is that they found out about this law when they took their other pet, a chicken named Anne, uh, to the hospital and asked vets to treat her for leukemia. Ugh. And it's so yep. crazy because, like, it, 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 I don't know. Like, like, why would you – I guess what's, what's crazy slash interesting to me is, like, we live in a world that's very dominated by money, right? So, like, if somebody is willing to pay for this service and give you all of this money, like, I'm kind of surprised that things preventing that actually exist because they're going to make a lot of money by allowing that. 
know? Right. Yeah. Um, so that's my first downer. Um, it might have to do with because of the healthcare system in Canada. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what the um, um, rules are in the United States for those kinds of things. Um, so on the subject of death, <laughs> like I really just went for oh my it. God. So speaking of death, thank, thank goodness Esther as of right now is okay. So that's uh, good. You, you but, better stop um, talking about her though, because you, I killed um, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. What's his face? Burt Reynolds. I killed <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Did you tell Andy about this? That you killed Burt Reynolds? Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I mentioned the best little whorehouse uh, in Texas. And then the next day, Burt Reynolds died. <laughs> you know, stop definitely. talking about people. I know. Um, so anyways, uh, there was a friggin' massacre um, in Botswana mm-hmm. recently. Um, nearly 90 elephants were found dead. Uh. Yep. In a sanctuary, near a sanctuary, killed by poachers. Ugh. 87 elephants near a Botswana protected sanctuary that were killed and stripped for their tusks. Mm-hmm. They were killed within the last few weeks and three rhino, white rhinos in the same area were three poached and winos. killed. <laughs> three winos? Yeah, three winos. It's because they're white winos. If they were red winos, then they would have gotten to live. Winos. Duh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they were all presumed to be poached because all of the elephants had their skulls chopped to remove the Ugh. tusks. Poachers tried to hide their crimes by concealing the mounds of rotting flesh with drying bushes. No good. Which is interesting. Um, the country holds 37% of its continent's endangered um, elephant population just in Botswana. So um, other statistics, elephant populations in Africa declined by 30% from 2007 to 2014. Jeez. All uh, 87% of all elephants in the continent were sighted in legally protected um, areas like the ones that 87 were poached in. So, I mean, they're technically in protected areas, but it literally, it doesn't matter. So previously the country had a shoot to kill policy against what? poachers. <laughs> yeah. So like if you, uh, it was, if you see a poacher, it was just, just like you fucking shoot him on the spot. Take him out. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently, apparently they decided to withdraw military weapons and equipment from the Department of Wildlife, but he did not explain why. So, I mean, I can't. It's yeah. Botswana has the world's largest elephant population. Wow. That we're dealing with here. And I can't honestly, I can't blame them. I don't know where everyone would stand on this because it's other human beings. I frankly cannot blame them for having a shoot to kill. Yeah. Poachers. I support that. You know, like, it's really not my problem if you are going to murder an animal for their tusks and just for monetary value. It's not like, I need this for meat. I'm going to eat this this animal, even though it's protected. Yeah. No, you're just doing it for money and it's illegal and you know it's illegal, but you're doing it anyways. Therefore, I'm sorry if you get shot in the skull. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) But I'm not. (laughs) Not sorry at all. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. No, yeah, no, that's true. Maybe I should cut your head off and remove your tusks, <laughs> sir or ma'am. Jeez, you are feisty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like it. Well, no. They're yeah, supposed no, to be I don't protected. like it either. But like, I'm willing to cut someone's tusks off. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah so those are my news articles cancer and unfair treatment of animals I guess that's a lot of what we talk about I know so I thought I would um, ease because this is the kind of shit that I read sometimes I don't know why I do it I just see it and I'm like well I guess I'll read this depress myself myself then I like yeah, and then because I'm I'm myself a white wino, <laughs> you sure I, are. I like to, I like to um, decompress with a little bit of wine and a good movie. So I chose to sit down and watch Babe. 
I'll just enjoy this children's film. It'll be lighthearted and it'll be great and I'll feel better. And then I'll just (laughs) snuggle up and go to sleep and things will be just ducky. I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. The movie Babe. (laughs) Should be rated R. (laughs) It should be rated XXXX explicit R. You crazy for watching it? Like, no, no, that's just, and that's a friggin' yeah. children's film, guys. It's a this children's is, movie. That, I like, actually, I wrote down when I watched it because I, I was taking a whole bunch of notes. I, the first thing that I wrote down was that um, that movie came out when I was nine years old and my brother was four years old. And that was my brother's favorite movie. Like, I can remember when we were little, all my brother ever wanted to do was watch Babe. He loved that movie. I, I, I think in part, I mean, it's a cute little kids movie, but I think it was also because there's Border Collies in it and we had Border Collies growing up. So like my brother loved that. But we used to watch that movie all the time. And my brother was four years old. <laughs> I just apparently Andy was like, "Oh, you've never seen this? I saw it in theaters." I was like, "I, did no, I don't, I don't think, to the best of my knowledge, I can tell you, it definitely wasn't one of my favorite films. I don't remember it at all. So I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, and like, I just the the opening scene. Yeah, I know. I know. That's dark for like adults. Yes. To see, I don't. Under like yeah yeah what when we um when I watched it because I knew because we watched this independently so I knew you weren't watching it at the same time as me and I when that because I I had seen it a million times but I didn't remember that opening scene and when I started it and it it queued up I like reached for my phone and was about to text you and be like what the fuck am I watching and then I remembered that we weren't watching it at the same time so I had that's why I started taking notes because I was like well shit I can't like be texting you at the same time I'm watching this so I took notes instead because I was like what is this <laughs> like who wrote this movie uh yeah well so and I mean that's the thing is like who wrote the book yeah um because the sheep pig apparently was the book that the movie was based off of yeah and so I tried to do some research because after watching the whole thing that's literally I was like who made this movie who wrote this book what is happening Mm -hmm. I couldn't find any rhyme or reason as to why this guy wrote this book other than he just did right I I was like this has to be some kind of animal rights thing or did it somehow in a crazy world just exist and then animal rights activists were like hello i think i don't know honestly i think it um see now i'm kind of trying to look it up too Um, from what i could see the author of the book was a farmer for 20 years number one yeah so and he's like maybe it was his experience kind of like based off of it and i'm like i don't I don't know because I couldn't find anywhere like I wrote this because I fell in love with a pig or I wrote this because I had a change of heart or anything other right. than this is who wrote the book. Um, I'm trying to find. Let's see. Did you know that the um, director of Babe the Pig is George Miller who did the Mad Max franchise? I did not know that. Yeah. So, you hmm. know, those movies are similar. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i was for instance with mad max i just think fury road yeah and then i'm like i was on fury road after watching Babe yeah right not me so much i just it had a good ending it did yes so that's nice oh there, I, well, I found an article that's like a whole bunch of facts you didn't know about babe the, the movie babe and there's some interesting just some interesting things in here but literally nothing about its affiliation with anything animal rights yeah. The only thing that I do know is that um, it, it's what made James Cromwell go vegan was making that that movie. That I know. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I'm just so interested because I was like, that's banana sandwich. It is. It, is. it honestly is banana sandwich. And it's hard to imagine – that like James Cromwell was the only person on set who took anything away from that movie. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really 
there's just so much. There's so much, not just like the outright opening scene in a factory farm, but there's so much throughout the whole movie. Well, talking about even when they're like, sheep are stupid. Yeah. Like repeating, repeating. And like, yeah, they were trying to drive. And it was funny because at the one point when they said, well, the sheep had to talk slowly because wolves are stupid. Right. Um, It's funny because like, yeah, animals think that each other's stupid. But really, it's a bigger commentary that people think sheep are very dumb. Right, right, right. Are, are sheep the most intelligent? And there's I wrote like in the in the one of the opening scenes, one of the other animals um, says that pigs are stupid and babe is like, excuse me. No, we're not. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was like literally once he got to um, the farm. Yeah, I think when when he got to where he was going, it was like, wasn't it a horse or or someone? Someone, Yeah, I just wrote down like the dialogue. Stupid. And he just so like, excuse me. Excuse me. No, I'm not. Um, and I, what I also really thought, what I liked a lot was that they used like the chapters, like going through each scene as as, like a chapter almost. And like the names of the chapters, I wrote some of them down, uh, the way things are crime and punishment, um, pork is a nice, sweet meat. Like there were some really (laughs) like kind of wild things. Um, and yeah, so like that's the way things are was talking about when Fly says that you don't go inside, yeah, right? Yeah, and the quote that I wrote down was Babe says, aren't pigs allowed? And then I I don't know who responded, but one of the other animals responded and said, not live ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And I mean, it's just you spend this whole time seeing, you know, was it Esme? Is that her name? Mrs. The Mrs. Oh, I don't remember the wife. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Esme spends all of her time being like, "Okay, here's your. You're gonna be a fat piggy. Yeah. Like, who's a good piggy? And I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah. Like, that just. I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, for us, it's going to look worse, right? Because we know we've petted pigs, we loved pigs, whatever. We're already on the fighting the good fight, but so it's going to look worse to us. But I can't imagine that doesn't look dark to like most people. Right. Maybe not kids because kids might not. Although I think kids are really smart and really oh, one hundred percent. And I like I, I guess I, I'm just so stuck on that opening scene because now I'm also thinking about like as far as making movies go. I actually find it really interesting that they used a, an actual like factory farm setting because they could have they could have depicted a baby pig being taken away from its mother in a million different ways and still gotten the point across without actually showing yeah. a factory farm and, and what is really happening in a factory farm. And like so that's really surprising to me that they didn't shy away from that. But I guess there's no. also something to that where like maybe they're like, well, this isn't a big deal or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then I loved when Fly was like, he's going to find his footing. Like, let me just kind of take mm-hmm. care of him. Um, and it's that's a really nice commentary on like, that could yeah. happen. Like, we've seen roosters and pigs be best mm-hmm. friends. We've seen, you know, different species. Like, Esther gets really long, really well along with her um, brother. What is it? Dylan, yes, I think turkey? so. Um, like they get along really well, um, you know, that species can be best friends. So like that little scene when she like laid her head down and he was crying, yeah. he wanted his mom when he first got there. And I was like, that could, that could happen. Yeah. You know, that's, and I don't know if anyone else would see it like that, but like, that is a reality that that could very well For happen. Sure. So, For sure. um, I thought also the duck was one of my favorite Oh, my characters. God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, the duck was my favorite. And I love how he's like, they're going to eat me, so I'm going to make myself val- – which, first of all, commentary. They're going to eat me unless I have value. Yes. Uh, unless uh, – like, uh, which also, he was like, I have to be like a rooster because roosters have value. Except LOL, duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke's on you, duck. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was so – he was so funny and, again, intelligent because yes. he was like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. I have put two and two together that I'm going to get yeah. eaten unless – I have value, therefore I'm going to be the yes. rooster. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I thought it was very And then funny. finally he's like, I have wings. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not getting eaten. Um, but I yeah. actually – one of the things that I did write down was because James Cromwell kills that other duck for Christmas or whatever holiday it was. Yeah. And I – capital letters I wrote down. I can't believe I watched this as a child. He just killed a duck because <laughs> he like j- straight up kills a duck, chops its head off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what is this movie? Yeah, he does. And then they're looking inside. Yeah. And you assume that it's the duck that we've all known. Right. And it's not because he just pops up yep. and he's like, what's going on? Poor Rosanna. And then everyone's like, what? Exactly. <laughs> and like, doesn't, doesn't he say like she was really nice or something yes. like that? Like, And I, I wrote down. Putting un- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, what'd you write? What'd you write? No, I just wrote down that because um, there's the scene like it, right around that same time where they're cutting into the dead duck. And I'm, and it was like very savage, like very, like this huge knife, like cutting into this dead duck's corpse very aggressively. There's like a, a lot to yeah. that scene I felt like. And like they zoomed in on it too. Like they definitely were like, here you go. Instead of they could have just been like, you know, we're having the duck having him or her rather on the table. Mm-hmm. No, no. They went like all for it. Yeah. And, putting a name to her and being like, oh, yeah, she's dead now yeah. is very interesting. That's very – that's why I would love to know because that is such an animal rights thing. Instead of just – they couldn't. They could have left that out and just said, oh, killed yeah. another duck. It's not your favorite duck that you've known all right. along. But no, they went out of their way to say, oh, that's – Rosanna. Rosanna. Like that's, that's yeah. her – she was super nice. Like they went out of their yeah. way to say that. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. And there was uh, – I, I should have wrote down like who – which characters said these lines, but I didn't. Um, I One of the characters says, the way things are is the way things are. And then I think it's Babe that responds with, well, the way things are stinks. And I'm like, but honestly, who yeah. wrote this movie? <laughs> you know? Like who, who wrote this? Right. And, and you're like completely what? unrelated what? to anything animal rights. I wrote down. I want to know exactly where they live. That it's so beautiful during Christmas time. I know it's supposed to be oh, like the UK or something like that. Maybe some. I don't know where it's supposed to be, but um, it's supposed to be New Zealand. Is that what Andy's telling me? Mm, it was filmed in Australia, know. but it's supposed to be New Zealand. Well, at any rate, oh, okay. it was beautiful at Christmas time. And I was like, where are they? <laughs> and it's so nice at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also wrote down that I hate the son, James Cromwell's son. He was so obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Yep. Honestly, James Cromwell was the only, like, redeeming yes. person in that. <laughs> the rest of them all kind of are yes. awful. Um, and I also – I and I think what – I'd be surprised if you don't remember even like it being in the previews, like the scene where Babe is like just kind of walking around the farm and he's he does his little song, the la la la, <laughs> la la la. <laughs> you remember that, like from previews and stuff as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, so I do. Cute, the little piggy and his little song. Yeah. Um, and I wrote down. I'm just like going through all my notes now, but um. I wrote down there's the scene where James Cromwell's character is um, shearing the sheep. And I was like, get out of here, James Cromwell, because he just like shears them into these blankets of wool. So flawlessly just shears their wool right off into the form of a blanket. And I'm like, get out of here, James Cromwell. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Although I got to tell you, I wanted to snuggle the hell oh my out God, of those sheep because they look real Ma, fluffy. Me too. Oh, that I was know. sad. With but um, I, I, the, the scene with Ma where she gets bitten by the dog and whatnot, um, how could James Cromwell Are you think say what that I babe did Go that? Ahead. Thank you. <laughs> like, yep. you are a farmer, yep. James Cromwell. Yeah, I mean, pig ha- you don't know the difference between right. a pig bite and a right. dog bite? <laughs> that is quite – I'm so – it's funny because I swear to God, folks, we did watch this entirely separately um, and did not share this. Uh, again, we don't do any research or any sort of um, pre-planning. Yeah. yeah, no, I thought that exact same thing was how the hell does he think 
that I would know yes. the difference between a dog bite and a pig bite, and I've never right. seen I would at least know them, that something really. was a dog like, bite because, like, dogs have sharp canines. Right, pigs' teeth are very different. And that's that's literally what yeah. I wrote. I wrote, I'm sorry, but how could a farmer think a pig did that? The bite marks alone would obviously tell him that babe didn't do it. And then I put the little emoji with the hand to their face. <laughs> like, sir. Sir. <sighs> and I also remember I do actually – because the, the, the few things that I remembered very specifically about this movie, because I hadn't seen it since I was little, I did – I feel like I was watching it waiting for this scene because I remembered the scene where James Cromwell almost shoots Babe because he thinks he attacked the sheep. I remember watching that as a little mm-hmm. kid and being so upset about it. And that's like the one thing that I remembered and I was like waiting for as I was watching this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to shoot. Ugh. They chose the cutest little piggies too. There was what yeah. we said, 58? Something like that. Four, well, four piggies. Four piggies. Four, There's 40. a lot. 48. Yeah. There's a lot of pigs. Yep. Yeah. For like one little piglet. <clears throat> um, oh, they're joking. Yes. I mean, all piggies la, are cute, la, la. Like, la, la, yeah. la. And he was so polite. That's the other thing that I love is that Babe was not only like a smart pig. All pigs are smart. But like they went out of their way to make sure that he was smart. But he was super polite. Like, well-behaved, really yeah. mild man. You know, like, they just made him, like, if that was a person, like, a human person, that is, that people would be like, wow, what, like, <laughs> what a, a jolly, jolly fellow. fellow. <laughs> like, he's so nice. Like, he's just so happy, so polite, uh, so well-mannered. Yes. You Did know, you know so. that the voice of Babe is the same person who voiced um, Chucky on the Rugrats? I think it's Chucky. Tommy? Is it Tommy no, or is it not. Chucky? Now I don't know. Uh, Tommy, yeah, it, so Tommy's is Babe. A woman. So yeah, then it probably is the same. Per- I Chucky don't know. I don't remember. It's I definitely know. a Rugrats character, though. Crap. It's in that thing that I just sent you with all the facts mm-hmm. about Babe. But um, I th- uh, now I don't remember. But yeah, uh, Babe and uh, somebody from the Rugrats are the same. <laughs> Chucky. Oh yeah, Chucky. And Dexter oh. on Dexter's Laboratory. Um, I also one of the things that I wrote down as I was watching it, which this article also answers, I was like, okay, but how did they actually get the sheep to do that? <laughs> like, how, how did they actually get <laughs> right. the sheep to let Babe herd them? <laughs> like, how how is this happening? And this article says that they had a, a an animal trainer who also trained Beethoven and Cujo. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, I bet some of it was because um, it says they also used Jim Henson's Creature Shop for a lot of the um, animal scenes, too. So I bet yeah, that some of the herding yeah. scenes like aren't real sheep. But I was watching it and I was like, how did – how, how though? Because <laughs> I've seen – my parents <laughs> used to really like to go to Border Collie trials because we're Border Collie people. And so I've seen Border Collies herd sheep. And even when border collies do it, it's like does not look like that. So I was like, "How did you get sheep?" Because you always hear the phrase, "It's like herding sheep." How did you actually herd those sheep? Right. <laughs> How did you get them to do that? Right. right. It's no. not actually easy to just single file. Sheep aren't just like you know what? Yeah. All right, we'll yeah, just walk we, over here like, now. Actually talking Thank to you, them. Thank you, sir. Yeah. What is Baramu like? Their sheep god. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that's what it is. I have They're no idea. God. I'll start worshiping Ba Ram Yu. Ba Ram Yu. Yeah. And I see that's the other thing. Literally, he was like, okay, now if you ladies with the collars. If you would be so outside, kind. Like, ugh. I know. So I wish someone would talk to me like that. I know. The politest little angel. Yeah, I don't care if you're human, pig, cat, whatever you are. The cat was a dick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, isn't that funny that like. I, I we are the biggest cat people, and the cat was a dick in this movie. Oh yes, oh, yes. most definitely. Oh yeah, she went out of her way to say, just so you know, pigs are eaten. <gasps> like that's so dark, <gasps> man. I know <laughs> it's so dark. Like, why do you have to do that to some poor little creature? I know. And she um, went out of I- her way to explain that whole thing too, where she oh, was yeah. like. Like, everyone has a purpose. Like, cats are pets. Like, you know, the dogs herd the sheep. Like, everyone has a purpose here. 
except for ducks and pigs. Yes. Like cows, cows purposes are to be milked. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so everyone has a purpose except ducks and pigs and their purpose is to be eaten. To be and eaten. my favorite phrasing with that is they said, she specifically said, maybe it's the most noble purpose. Yeah, right? She did say that. And I'm like, wow, that is a very pro-eating animals thing for some – because we've heard things like that. Like, well, animals are here for us. Like, give them best lives and then they are meant to be eaten. And that is – isn't that so brave of them and so noble? Sit down. (laughs) Yep. Sit down and (sighs) shut up. That's right. Oh, man. Um. Uh, you know what definitely needs to be discussed is the best scene of the whole film, where James Cromwell does a little dance for Babe after Babe gets stuck out in the wo- uh, in the rain. Oh my god! The <laughs> absolute best scene is is James Cromwell dancing for Babe. I was I was watching it and I was like, I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice. It's so nice. Oh, it was a fun little dance, too. It was so funny because I was like, what is happening? Why is he doing that? And Andy's like, well, how else do you cheer up your pig? And I was That's like, right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, good point, sir. It's so nice. It's so, so nice. nice. Whenever I hear, like, the music from Babe, too, like, it just takes me back to being a child. Like, it's such distinctive music. At least for me, I hear it, and I'm, I know exactly what it is, and I'm 10 years old, and I'm in my grandmother's living room. Oh. Did you know there's a Babe, too? Yes, and I have seen it. I don't remember anything about it. Babe hmm. Pig in the City, right? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely 100% have seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. Hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can that. look into that. We Yes, we can do that. You still have to watch Free Willy. We have a lot to do. I do. We do have a lot to do. Free Willy would be a good one, though, for sure. There's got. I'm sure that there's animal stuff in there, for sure. Oh, yeah. These crazy films for children, yeah. meant for children. <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, sure. <sighs> I'm trying to think if I had any other feels about Babe. I mean, even though it's like a pretty aggressive children's movie, it's it is like really nice. Like you you want Babe to herd those sheep and you like want him to succeed. Oh yeah, you definitely like you I don't know. It's just, it's not, it is a nice, I, I think it's dark, but it's overall, you know, it's nice. It's a yeah. nice little piggy and you want him to be successful. Yeah. And he is. In the end, he is. Um, and I Andy's telling, oh, whoa, you go. <laughs> no, all I was going to say was that I, I read in that article that I sent you mm-hmm. um, that James Cromwell only had like, 14 lines or something like that in Babe. So he originally wasn't going to do it because it was so little speaking. Um, But obviously he did do it. And so he had 14 lines or whatever in that whole movie. Did you know he won an Oscar for Babe? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Like talk about somebody's acting ability to only have 14 speaking lines in an entire film and you win an Academy Award because you're so goddamn good. It was probably the dancing. Well, and Andy said, too, that this was – he was telling me that this was, like, the first film that James Cromwell actually felt very successful and confident in. Yes. he did. Like, yeah, he was I've like, heard I did this thing and this is, this is good. Yeah, I've heard that. He's good, James Cromwell. I've always liked him. He is. He is. I have a kitty. <laughs> <sighs> did your kitty just meow or did I hear one of my cats meow in the distance? Uh, no, he didn't meow. Oh, it was one he, of mine. I mean, Gus will walk around and, and talk and stuff, but while I'm holding him, all he does is, like, weirdly grunt. He, yeah. like, you hold him, he's like, rah, 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 yeah. rah. and then he purrs and he grunts. It's real weird. Yeah, I think I heard Freya out in the out in the distance, maybe. Oh. Ugh. Uh, so any more thoughts or feels? I don't think so. I really like that movie. It's always been one of my one of my faves not just from childhood but like in general because it's a good movie it was very nice to watch like i wasn't like oh god yeah i gotta watch this for the podcast kind of thing i was like this is nice right 
Yeah, it's good. Like, it, and of course, I had feeling I was like, this is fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but also, this is nice. But also, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So everyone else should go watch Babe. Agreed. Do that lovely. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> any food? Anything you want to? You discuss? know, um, I we have recorded I think like three episodes since I went to um, Atlanta a few weeks ago, and I still haven't told you about the food I ate in Atlanta. <laughs> Tell me about Atlanta. I don't know like why I keep forgetting to talk about Atlanta. But um, so where did I go in Atlanta? I went to um, the this Sunflower Vegan Cafe Christy and I mm-hmm. went to. And I had a really, really good fettuccine Alfredo. Um, like really, really good. And Christy had a Impossible Burger, which she was happy with the burger. But like we were telling you the other day, she got like five French fries. It was like a really strange presentation. Um, and then I had a key lime pie that was really good. And she got this like um, uh, peach cobbler thing that was like just kind of okay. So my meal was better than hers. <laughs> um, but I, Sunflower Cafe in Atlanta is like one of the uh, – best apparently vegan places in Atlanta. So I was glad I got to at least go there, but it wasn't my favorite vegan place I've ever been, but it was okay. Um, And then we went to this other place that I'm the worst and I can't remember the name of, but it was like, it was right across the street from our hotel and we'd kind of lucked out because we had an hour for a break and um, it just so happened to have a lot of vegan stuff on the menu. So we went there and I got like a tofu scramble and fried green tomatoes and just like the most amazing biscuits. It was really, really good. And I unfortunately can't remember the name of the place because I'm the worst ever. But that's yeah, all right. And I didn't I just looked and I didn't Instagram like anything I had in Atlanta. That's so weird. It's you liked it though. I did. Yeah. I think I Instagram storied it. And so I don't you did, yeah. Actually. And so I don't have um I don't have the deets, but it was good. Atlanta's a cool place. I'd very much like to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could I could get down with that. We yeah. should take a trip sometime. Heck yeah. Yeah, I've got the pictures on my camera roll, but it doesn't tell me, like, obviously the name of the restaurant. I should have taken a picture and I didn't, like, of the name. Mm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's, I think, it, though. I'll probably have some good stuff to report. Well, next time I actually like talk to you with my face, I'll definitely have some good stuff to report. Uh, good. So yeah, I don't. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll have some really good things because right now I don't have much mm-hmm. because, you know, I just haven't been too busy doing re- like solid life things right. like house and stuff to travel yet. But, uh, you know, that's not for long. That's right. Um but I can give a shout out to um, Touchy Coffee. Um, so Superior Merchandise Company is starting their own roastery. Ooh. Um, and they right now they're, you know, raising funds and doing all this stuff, too, because they're redoing a hundred year old carriage house Ooh. in Troy. And that takes a lot <laughs> of effort <laughs> and dollar amounts. Um, they gave a breakdown of things and whoa. But they did their brand name for the roastery itself is Touchy Coffee because they want it to be like interactive and sensitive and touchy. And it's really cool. I love the name. I think it's great. Um, And they right now are doing partner roasting with Peaks out of like Syracuse area. Yeah, yeah. So they are going there to roast. So keep an eye out if you're in the area or you want to. You can go to touchycoffee.com, I think is what she said it was. And um, people can join like the mailing list and get information about they are going to do like a monthly roast of their own thing. So you can possibly get that. And I'm obsessed with those human beings. I can't get enough of them. I go there every single week and they're like the usual. And I was like, yeah, and even no, no straw now. So that's awesome. Yeah. And their their stuff is freaking good. And the way they describe like coffee should be an experience and this and that. I'm like, oh, I like almost cried. That's wow. great. So I don't have any like food, but I have more life necessity things because who doesn't need coffee? Right. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's uh, I guess that's all for now. We're going to have a lot more food things coming down the pipeline. Oh my gosh, so. We're going to have so much. Yeah. 
We'll have to, maybe we'll just do like a, like just like a travel episode. Yeah. Because like yeah. between the two of us, we will have done so much. So like maybe we'll just do just a, a solid travel episode. I think that's a good idea. Cool. Cool. All right. Well. All right. Yes. Uh, I guess if you want more of our, speaking of mouth holes, if you want to hear more things from our mouth holes, then uh, where can people go to? They can go to um, the oh, crap. My microphone is falling off my lap. Um, they can go to um, the vspot.fm, right? Yeah. Yeah, the vspot.fm. It'll let them listen to all of our mouth hole word, words. Um, it will let them email us. Yep. Uh, because they want to. I know people want to, and they just maybe they forget what the email address is. Um, I'm I'm not sure, but yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good point. It's my favorite thing when you re- you respond out loud to a text. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the V spot do that. Email us. Um, email us ideas for what to talk about at Hudson Valley Veg Fest, guys. Oh heck yeah. Um, we need we need that. We're gonna keep like barraging you with um, our needs because we're needy people, and that is one of our needs. Is we need you to email us ideas on what to talk about, questions, comments, concerns, maybe a question about us personally too. I don't know, like one of those like ask me anything things that are on Instagram now. Yeah, but like just ask us emails. Oh, we should do that. That would be cute. We should do that. Actually, no, I just that'd be so cute. We should totally do that. We should do that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do that too. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And then we already said go to Soundbite, but yeah, go do that again. And go listen to My Brother, My Brother and Me. I'm going to. And, um, and what is and, it? This is why we drink? that's why we drink. That's why we drink. Yeah. Go listen to all of these awesome things and support people doing cool stuff because I don't know. Why not? Why support Walmart when you can support people with cool podcasts? That's, that's right. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought of like the most corporate thing that I could and it was that. So. <laughs> That's that's what happened. Agreed. Uh, all right. Well then. All right. We'll <laughs> That's slurping. That's our rec- that's our recording remotely clicking. I'll have to get myself a clicker for times like this. Yeah, it's oh, going to be can... real hard for us to try to time that. This is me cause... snapping. Can you hear it? Yeah. There. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye.